time now for the SEL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SEL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And good morning. Welcome to our latest edition of the SCL Mortgage Show. Sandy Clough with the president of SCL Mortgage, Larry Jager, as always. And we come to you exactly, or almost exactly, in the middle of the month of May, May 15, 2021. And Larry Jager, we welcome you back oh. this week. Your two associates were magnificent a week ago, but... We have discovered you are irreplaceable. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> they they enjoy doing the radio. They I think they're I agree with you. They're pretty darn good at it. And when I asked them because I was going to be out of town, they jumped all over it. And of course, Nate was in the studio, and he was very appreciative of that. Um, he said it was it was good to be in there. He got a, more of a feel for how we do what Absolutely. we do when we're sitting here. So, uh, uh, good morning to you, my friend. It's uh, it's good to be back. So, I it. Uh, you were at your son's graduation. Yes, last week. How'd yes. that go? My my wife and I went down to uh, Waco. He graduated from Baylor. Boy, talk about a fast four years. Oh my goodness, this it. I thought high school was fast. College is, is even faster. But it was really awesome, Sandy. It was in uh, McLean Stadium, which is a pretty cool place in itself. And it was outside, so they all got to walk. And, and um, you know, this is my, my moment to brag, I guess. But uh, Jackson did very, very well in business administration and entrepreneurial leadership. Uh, graduated summa cum laude. So, um he he just had a magnificent four years there, and he was also the um, president of an organization on campus called Christian Business Leadership. And he took the uh, – actually tripled the membership in the organization while he was there. So did a really good job, and so we're um, anxious to see what the future holds for him. Well, um, we know that uh, on – the athletic front, this was a very good year for Baylor, national basketball yes. champions yes. Uh, in 2021. Uh, what enticed your son to choose Baylor? Um, you know, he wanted a uh, he wanted a Christian based school, and Baylor is certainly that. Um, he was interested in in business, yes. um, and so he wanted to see the business center. He wanted to do some research on the professors. Um, very, very good staff of uh, educators, professors, um, people that teach that world. Uh, it just so happened they have a brand new $150 million business center that opened uh, just a couple of years before he went there. And you walk around the campus. I mean, he went to, you know, he went to Pepperdine and he went to DU and he visited a bunch of different schools. But when you walk around that campus, it's like, oh, this feels like home. It's a magnificent yeah. campus, very, very clean, very pretty, very yeah. – it, it just feels like a college campus, right? So yeah. when we walked around there, I, I tried to keep my mouth closed, but he said, Dad, this is where I want to yeah. go. That that was it. So it had all the right ingredients, and it, it served him well, and and hopefully he was able to give back to Baylor as well. Well, it sounds like he's developing uh, some of the same core values that uh, you've – Certainly projected uh, over your three decades plus in the mortgage lending business. And uh, we'll talk mortgage interest rates right now, especially early in the show, because we have some good news in that regard this week. We do have some good news, Sandy. Rates have been improving all week long. Now, I, I, 
I can't sit here and say they're as low as they were January, February, yeah. but they are very close to that. So it's been a, a really good week. And, and what's causing all this, I would say, you know, the stock market has not had a very good week. In fact, it's not had a very good month. Um, probably it will lose um, gain or lose ground this month and be the first time this year and probably, you know, since mid last year. So when that happens, you know, you and I've talked about it. The stock market is really, really shaky, really not doing so hot right now. So people are nervous. They take their money out of the stock market. They put it in the into the bond market. Then the bond market rallies and interest rates come down. So that's that's what happened. And there's a lot of you know, not so good stuff going on around the world these days, and not so good stuff like um, is in Israel, uh, yes, Palestine, absolutely. yes, our border. Yes. When, right. when those right. things happen, nobody likes that. It's kind of chaotic. It's kind of uncertainty. People want stability. They absolutely do, and um, that may, that may be in fact why the stock market's doing what yeah. it's doing. So, but. I, if there is a bright side, a shining star, or the, that's the fact that interest rates came down. So that's that's good for our listeners. I did see this on TV. The average home price in Denver Metro is now six hundred fifty thousand dollars plus. It's actually six fifty seven. Yes, that's a fast climb. Where yeah. does this end? <laughs> where does where does it all stop? Idea? Where does it stop? You know, we, we don't know. We we don't know. Um, I don't think it's going to stop for a while, Sandy. And and I'll tell you why. Because right now there's about between two and two and a half weeks of inventory, which means that if we if people stop listing their houses today in two and a half weeks, there wouldn't be a house for sale in Colorado. They'd all be sold. So normal times are inventory of four to six months, which is pretty normal, and there's a lot of homes for sale. Well, today we go from four to six months to two to two and a half weeks, so not a lot of inventory for sale. And when that happens, it's it's the market, right? No inventory, lots of buyers. It's a buying frenzy right now. People are just – I mean, I could tell you story after story after story, but – um, I think I saw the same thing on TV where this house was listed at $650,000. They got 23 offers within the first day, many of them cash, and it ended up selling for $70,000 more than asking price. Yeah. I mean, it's just and, – and even – it goes even further. The buyers are saying, okay, if the appraisal comes in less – I'll, or if it comes in, yeah, if it comes in less, I'll pay the difference. So, I mean, there's just, it's it's pretty wild out there, pretty wild. But, um, you know, think about it this way. For people that are, have been looking for months and months and didn't buy for whatever reason, you may have lost out on 40000 of appreciation or 120000 It's that crazy. So, um, it's a whole different market out there right now. But if you want to buy, you got to get prepared and you got to pull the trigger, even if it doesn't have every bell and whistle that you want. Well, that's been your admonishment for well over a year. Yes. Well over a year since these interest rates started to fall. And of course, uh, earlier this year reached uh, historic lows. Uh, tell me if you can, do you have any concerns 
about this level of appreciation. Some people have long memories and not especially pleasant ones from 08 and 09. Well, I'm one of those people. I, I, I We lived through 08 and 09. It wasn't fun. Um, but I, I think today's world is different, Sandy. And, and let me tell you why I think that. Because in 2006, 7, 8, 9, the, the industry was done doing a bunch of crazy loans, you know, stated this, stated that, no income verification. And so there was probably a lot of loans written that shouldn't have been written. I mean, if you make... $50,000 a year, you can't buy a $500,000 house. So it's just, just crazy stuff. The government said everybody should own a home. Well, so, of course, the underwriting guidelines were such that just about anybody could buy a home, and maybe they shouldn't have bought a home, and maybe they bought too much of a home. And then they bought the home with um, many of them were programs called a 228. It's fixed for two years and then adjusts every year for 28 years. So, and when it adjusts, after two years, it went up substantially. So, um, you say, okay, well, I'll just refi and I'll go back to a lower rate. Well, that didn't happen because values declined. People weren't making their payments. Foreclosures just all over the country. And interest rates went up. Payments went up. People couldn't afford to make the payments. So, they walked away from the house. Values plummeted mountains of foreclosures all over the country. It was it was a it was a very sad thing. But today it's different. Um people have to qualify for the mortgage. And very we don't do 228 loans anymore. We do typically 30, 15 yeah. fixed rate loans. So this is your payment. And you know, overall the economy's doing pretty well. I mean, the jobs report didn't come out where they had wanted last week, but Overall, the economy is doing pretty good, and people are employed, so they keep their jobs, they make their payments, and, and everything's good. So we're, we are going to plateau at some point. We can't. We just – it's it, – it, you can't keep this constant oh, appreciation going. no, can't going. go on forever. No, no. absolutely not. <laughs> Nobody would be able to buy a home. Right, right. So um, it is going to plateau, but I, I say we won't – revisit 08, 09, 2010 because circumstances are much different. So I would say yes, because interest rates are still so low. If you want to buy a house, buy the house, buy it and, and get it done. And then you're not going to lose out on all this appreciation we've been, the rest of us have been enjoying. Wouldn't you like to have bought five houses two years ago? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty pleased with the house I have. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> right now, me too. The value keeps appreciating. All right. 303-790-2222 is the phone number. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. When we come back, we'll talk a little more about how advisable it is for people to buy a house in this market right now and Larry has spoken on this before, but uh, there's urgency around this subject, and we'll address it next. The SCL Mortgage Show continues on this 15th day of May 2021. Sandy Clef with Larry Jager. And uh, given all that we were talking about before, Larry, I assume you are still a major proponent of people buying a house in this market right now. I am, Sandy. I, I absolutely am. Primarily... There's three reasons. Primarily, one is that interest rates are still so low. You can buy a lot more house today than you could when interest rates were five or five and a half percent. So payments are low, interest rates are low. So 
That in itself, I think, is a good reason to buy. Yes, prices are going up, but if you can buy that house today and this continues for a period of time, look at the appreciation that you're going to gain versus sitting on the sidelines. If you've been sitting on the – let's say you were looking at a $500,000 house which is becoming increasingly harder to find because the average price is 657. So, but let's say you're in the $500,000 range and you've been sitting on the sidelines for a year. Well, you've probably lost between 50 and $100,000 of appreciation. Seriously, it's the news article you and I talked about. They said that um, homes had appreciated 40 up and the average of $40,000 in the last month. That is significant amount of money. Now, it's not money in your pocket, yeah. but it's appreciation. It's it's equity in your house. So, um, I mean, it looks really good on your personal balance sheet. So you can get that appreciation. You can get those low interest rates. You can get into a house. And maybe it doesn't have that extra bathroom you'd like. But you know what? It's probably going to be okay. Maybe you can add it later. Maybe you can do a number of things. Once you own the house, you can do whatever you want to it. But you got to own the house. You got to buy it, and then you can deduct the interest and, and all that as opposed to renting. So I still think there's every reason in the in the book to to buy. That's always been your opinion. Uh, what's the best advice that you can give for people who want to buy a new house or a resale house? Um, The best advice, Sandy, is you need to make your offer as strong as possible. And by that, I mean that you don't want to just get pre-qualified. You want to get pre-approved. And we do that at SCL Mortgage. We'll take a look at your entire credit side uh, or the the credit side of your file, and we will get you pre-approved for that purchase price, that loan amount. And then you've got a strong offer when you're going to the seller. If you have a house that you have to sell, well, that presents an even bigger challenge. So then you should talk to us about a bridge loan so that we can make you, as opposed to a contingent buyer, we can make you a cash buyer. Um, the other thing is, I, I, it sounds kind of quirky, Sandy, but I would write a letter to the seller. And I say that because... Uh, my wife and I got a letter in the mail from a couple that lived in an area a few miles away. I think everybody on our street got the same letter. But it was, it was a really cool idea because they said, we live here, but it's a kind of a busy street and our family's growing. And they showed a picture of their two kids and their dog. And, and my daughter has picked out this room and my son has picked out this room and you live on a larger lot than we do and your house would be perfect for us your development would be perfect and i thought wow that i was it was interested that i got the letter but then i thought this is a pretty good idea they went outside the the norm outside the box and so there was some emotional connection established there and not we're not ready to sell but as it turns out, I did contact them, and I said, this was a really good idea. Good for you. And, oh, by the way, I'm in the mortgage business. And she said, you know what? We're under contract. So somebody had said, yeah, I'm interested in selling. And they were interested in buying, and they went under contract. So it worked perfectly for them. So now I don't think it's a crazy idea. I think it's a very good idea. As we're here talking, I'm just thinking that you folks at SCL really need to be so dialed in uh, to what is happening in the real estate market, 
the interest rates we've already talked about, better understanding of customer needs, giving options, as we talk about so often. It isn't just about interest rates and closing costs. No, it's not. It's absolutely not. It's just it's in your world. It's not about X's and O's. I mean, people listen to you in Orlando faithfully. I and I know that because I know what the ratings are on the station and your show does exceedingly well. So good for you. But people listen to you because they consider you to be the experts whether it's football, baseball, basketball, hockey, whatever it is, and they trust your opinion and they want to hear your opinion on different matters. So I think it's the same reason that people come to us because they trust us and they know that we have their best interest at heart. We're going to tell them the truth each and every time. We're going to give them options. And yes, we do have to know what's going on in the real estate market so we can give them advice. And maybe it's right that letter that I just talked about, right? But I, I, I hope that's the case, that they come to us because we're, we're very good at what we do. We're very knowledgeable. We're, we're Obviously, we're very honest. And we've got a mountain of good reviews. So um, you got to be an expert in your field. And I think we're that. And, and hopefully, that's part of the reason that people call us. Again, I'm uh, relying just on memory here. And you can set me straight if I'm wrong. Uh, I want to ask you about... HELOCs still being popular, and I think I've got the word as home equity line of credit. Am I right, too, in assuming that your feelings on HELOCs are somewhat mixed? That that's that's accurate. Yes, and and good for you. You remember the acronym. We have we have so many of them in our world. But home equity line of credit. Yeah, I, I'm. Depending on what you're going to do with it, and if it's, you know, you need 10 or 15 grand, maybe you need 20 grand, well, okay, we could consider that. But first of all, you need to use it for home improvement. If you don't put that money back into your house, it's not tax deductible. So you want to be very careful there. If you're going to get 20 grand to go buy a new car, uh, that's not that's not a good idea, in my opinion. So, and also, typically, HELOCs are um, adjustables, and tied to prime. So, as prime goes up, your interest rate can go up, and they will adjust monthly, uh, as prime does. So, um, I'm 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 not a big fan, especially now when interest rates, fixed rate interest rates are so low. I say get a permanent mortgage and and don't bother with that HELOC. So, um, yeah, I don't think they're very popular right now, Sandy. Interesting. Uh, So that's another sign people are getting more sophisticated then, too. Absolutely. Because it's one of those things that looks good on first glance. Yeah. It it looks good. It sounds good. Maybe it's easy to get. Yeah. Maybe it's a two to three week process, not a 30 day process. Uh, But it's like... You know, it's similar to um, a couple of companies I hear advertise in town. It drives me crazy when I hear this because it's uh, interest rates are or so-and-so okay. lowered interest rates to 2.25%. You've got to call now. It fixed rate, 2.25%. Well, at the end of the commercial, it's 2.25%, APR, 3.5, whatever it is, 3.9, 20% equity, 15-year FHA loan. Who needs a 15-year FHA loan? It's going to have private mortgage insurance on it, even if you have 50% equity in your house. So 
I, I, my opinion, but I wish those guys would not do that. You know, I suppose it gets the phone to ring, but then you have to explain what it is you're offering, and it's not a good program for anybody. So, yeah, really, really think about it. Make a couple of calls if you need to. Hopefully, you call us first, and we will give you the straight scoop and and give you every option available to you. It is interesting how some loan programs gain favor. Then go out of favor right? as the markets adjust. So, again, you folks at SCL need to move and adjust with those market movements. Well, we, we do, Sandy. And, um, you know, right now it is completely a seller's market. So buyers have to be more prepared. They have to be ready to buy. They have to maybe give a little bit on their wish list if they want to um, get into that house. So that's a market movement. Market movement could be interest rates. If interest rates go up a, a little bit, well, maybe you have to buy a little bit less house to be able to qualify or those things that, that happen like that. Um, you know, when there's such a shortage of inventory and after you submit 10 or 15 offers and you get frustrated and you think, you know, maybe we shouldn't sell. Maybe we should just stay where we're at. And and SEL has a renovation loan where we can borrow some money. We can do whatever we need to do to our house because we kind of like our neighbors. We kind of like our area. We like our school district. And we don't have to move. So, yeah, we can sell at retail, but then we have to go pay retail to buy the next house. And you have all that to go through and, and looking at all these different homes, writing all these different offers. So as as the market moves, we have to adjust and we have to change our product offering, which is what we've done recently when we came out with our renovation loan for people that want to do some stuff to their house. So, yeah, if you're if you're going to be in the game, you've got to be good and you've got to you got to give the consumer, give our listeners whatever it is they need or want. Coming next customer emails and we love this segment these are all emails that are fresh having come in within the last week the scl phone number by the way 303-790-2222 the website is myspecialmortgage.com customer emails coming next it has come upon us once again that time of the program each week, usually during this particular segment, in which we engage with customers uh, via email, along with the SEL Mortgage Show Sunday edition from 7.30 to 8. We want to remind you that, uh, uh, yes, there is that 30-minute program with Orlando Franklin that follows our one-hour program today, and it's a different kind of show from the one we do on Saturdays which is wonderful. It's it's good. It's been it's been really good and once in a while we we do um have a little time to read customer emails on there as well but I don't know if I told you Sandy but Orlando was telling me that he and his wife went skydiving a while back. Yes. So he had me on the air and he said you need to come with us next time. Uh-huh. And I agreed. <laughs> <laughs> so, June. You may regret that. I yeah. I may. I hope not. But uh, no, he was fine. very convincing. And no, I yes. think it's going to yes. be fun. It's it's been on my bucket list for a long time. So we're going to do it. 
Um, so, yeah, this I love this um, segment of the show, Sandy, because we get a lot of really, really good emails. And I have a stack here uh, that came in all this week. I was gone um, a part of it, but um, uh, somebody was kind enough to copy them for me. So if I may, Ginger emailed us and said, my husband has his own business. And we have been denied by others on a refi on the home we have owned and lived in for 14 years with plenty of equity. I heard on the fan that you may be able to help us with a loan for self-employed people. Well, guess what? Absolutely. Absolutely we can. Tailor-made. Ginger, we're going to look at your bank statements and not your tax returns like everybody else would we have a program for designed specifically for you and if you've been in your home for 14 years i'm sure you've got good credit you obviously have plenty of equity so we can use your bank statements to refi you get you into a lower rate maybe pull some cash whatever it is you want to do so thank you for the email ginger um and thanks for being a listener by the way uh, Mike emailed and said, um, oh, we are business owners and have begun to look at new homes with a, construction, a new construction builder. I heard your ad on 104.3 The Fan and thought it best to discuss the options SCL provides before going through the traditional builder lender. That's a really uh, interesting email, Sandy, <clears throat> and I'll tell you why. Is because some of the large builders have mortgage companies, uh, Richmond, for example, and, and, and some of the others, but none of them offer bank statement loans for self-employed people. So they encourage people to use their mortgage company. In fact, many of them want prospective buyers to get pre-approved with their mortgage company. And I, and I get that. But if you're self-employed and need a bank statement loan, or if you happen to have a, a 580 FICO score, or if you have some other circumstance, give SEL a call. The builder is most interested in selling you the house. If they can you if you can use their mortgage company, great, but their primary goal is to sell the house. So you can get the financing from us and you get the house, they sell the house and it's a loan that can happen for you. So um okay. Richard emailed and said looking for information on a cash out refinance for a rental house. Um uh, interesting and for a number of reasons, Sandy. Richard um you know, homes have been appreciating rapidly the last several years. So, and the house itself doesn't know if it's a rental house or a primary residence. So, yes, absolutely, you can get cash out on a rental property. Now, I will tell you, we have a number of different loan programs for investment properties. Um, we can use your tax returns. We can use your bank statements. We can look at the cash flow from the rent. Number of different ways to um, to get you a loan for that cash out, that refi. So I think you've come to the right place, Richard. I appreciate you listening and, and appreciate your uh, email. Um, oh, gosh, we have a lot of self-employed people today, Sandy. Tamala emailed and said, interested in a bank statement loan for the purchase of a home. Need a pre-qualification as fast as possible. I'm a self-employed real estate appraiser. Well, Yes, we know real estate appraisers, uh, inspection people, lots of people in our industry are self-employed. So, again, we would be able to help you out with that. Simply provide us with 12 or 24 months of your bank statements. We'll get you pre-approved, get you that pre-approved letter so you can go buy a house. Um, Okay, John emailed and said, 
I am looking for DPA, down payment assistance he's talking about. And he already knows the already knows the acronym for that. He says, uh, this is interesting. Does the whole loan have to be through y'all? Maybe he's from, from Texas or some that part of the world. Um, does the loan have do the whole loan have to be through y'all to get the DPA through y'all? So thank you, uh, John. I'd I'd love to talk to you and know if you really are from Texas. But either way, we're happy to help you out. And the answer is yes. The the whole loan needs to come from us. So whether it's an FHA or a VA loan, those are the two loan programs that we can tie to down payment assistance. So down payment assistance is not something we offer without getting the entire mortgage through us, but it is a really, really cool program. Up to 6% of the purchase price after five years, that, that amount of money is forgiven. So keep that loan for five years and it turns into free money. So it's, I think it's the best down payment assistance program out there. And we talk about it a lot during the we week do. on uh, we do. our program from 9 to noon. Un- little unknown fact for you, Sandy, deviating from the mortgage for a minute. A lot of people, I just came from Texas last week, everybody talks y'all. But did you know if it's three or more people, it's all y'all? It's Okay. <laughs> if it's several. If it's several it's people, it's all y'all. All y'all. So, okay. Little I did not know that. Uh, I, I don't think a lot of people did. Good to so. talk away. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, goodness, we have self-employed. Self- okay, here's um, here's an interesting one. We were talking about this a minute ago, Sandy. Ronald said, I'm looking for a HELOC of $225,000. I am self-employed. Well, that opens the door to a whole bunch of questions, right? So that's a very large loan, and I'm not sure why you think you want a HELOC, but I would ask you what you're going to do with the money. Why do you think you want a HELOC? So lots of things we need to discuss that you may or may not have known. But here's the other thing I would caution you. If you're self, to get a HELOC, that's typically a bank product, and there's no such thing as a bank statement loan with a bank. You have to have tax returns. You have to show the income. You have to do all that. So if you are like most self-employed people, you may not show a lot of net income on your tax returns. So getting that HELOC might present some challenges. But we appreciate the email, and we're going to talk it through and, and find out what's, what's best for you. Okay. Uh, Mitch and his wife said... We hear you talk on 104.3 every weekend, and we are self-employed and would like to refinance our home. Well, thank you for listening. I very much appreciate it. And, yes, we we do a lot of loans for self-employed people, and we're here for you. So we're going to be able to help you out with our bank statement loan. Okay. um, Jason emailed and said, I am wondering if you can work with people with high debt-to-income ratios. And then in parentheses, he said, mine is supposedly 60% DTI, debt-to-income ratio. So um, let me let me say this to you, Jason. Uh, yes, we do work with people with higher uh, debt ratios. But there may be – now, 60% is too high. I mean, it yeah. just is. It's outside the guidelines. We can go up to 50% in many cases. But if you truly are at 60, then I would say we need to look at doing different things. For example, if you have some credit card debt and those payments are 300 bucks a month or 400 whatever it is, we can pay off that credit card debt through the refinance, and then we don't have to count that debt against you. 
So you, I don't know, you've obviously talked to somebody, maybe they weren't seasoned or experienced enough to know that there are ways to fix that or to close your loan by paying off. Maybe it's a car loan. Maybe it's some credit cards. We used to not be able to do that, but now we can. So um, I'm glad you emailed us because we want to uh, figure out how to be able to help you. Okay. Uh, Do we have time for another one, Sandy? Yes, we do. Okay. So Chris emailed and said, uh, I just received your flyer and have also heard you on the, the radio And the first line grabbed my attention. I'm a fairly new real estate agent and would really like to get into a house by the end of August. So what can you all do for me and what do I need to do as well? So it sounds like he's talking about down payment assistance, wants to buy a house. Um, So here may be the challenge for Chris because he's a new real estate agent, which means newly self-employed. And newly, you have to be self-employed for two years and um, for us to be able to offer you the bank statement loan. But the bank statement loan does not come with down payment assistance. So it'd have to be an FHA loan or a VA loan to get access to that down payment assistance money. But you also have to be self-employed for two years. So let's, let's have that conversation, figure out exactly what the challenges are, if there are any, and give me some advice. And maybe there's things we can do for you today to help you in the very near future. And that's always good advice. Uh, even so, if yeah. it's determined that you're not all the way to your stated objective, right? you can get there in a hurry and you can have that conversation with you folks just by calling 303-790-2222 and also visiting uh, the website. And I want to give you a, a few seconds to talk about the website, too, okay. because I know that's always being tweaked, updated and so on. You know, Kerry uh, was just telling me this week that we've gotten a lot of traffic on our uh, one of the pages, all loan programs. So he's asking me about different verbiages to for this particular loan, that particular loan. So it's pretty cool the way we can see the traffic on the website, which tells us if this page or that page is getting, um, you know, more traffic than other places. That's that's great. But maybe there's things we can do to improve it. So it's always a work in progress. And and because everybody wants to check out your website, they want to they want to see your face, they want to see who you are, what you do, how you do it, they want to see your reviews. And and fortunately, our Google reviews, Facebook reviews, loan officer reviews are really really good. Um, and you will see that we're um, been a A plus rated with the Better Business Bureau forever. Um, so it's a good place to go at myspecialmortgage.com, and then you can even apply online if you want to. Uh, you can do that very securely. You could pick a loan officer, and they all have that apply online button right on their email signature. So it's a it's a very uh, it's a very good place to visit. All right, when we come back, uh, but not before giving you the three zero three seven nine zero twenty two twenty two phone number and the myspecialmortgage.com website, uh, we'll talk about uh, some topics and questions. From your loan officers. We've done this at times in the past, and we'll do it again next. Mm -hmm. The SEO Mortgage Show continues on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. Business is booming in the month of May at SEO Mortgage, and you're still looking to hire more loan and operations people. 
We are, Sandy, and this is a, a great time to talk about that because if you are somebody who's got some experience in the mortgage business, you really love this, you have a passion for it, um, we have a, a set of five core values that are very important to us. And if you're the kind of person that can can buy off on, on these core values, which is basically taking very good care of our customers, you're here to, to serve them. Um, then maybe you're somebody that wants to talk to us. And and we've gotten a number of uh, resumes sent to us over the past, gosh, several months. We've hired a, several new people, more people in the, in the operations department, more loan officers with the company in Colorado Springs and, and Denver Metro and Fort Collins and Nebraska. So uh, if you're one of those people, please give us a call. We'd uh, We'd love to talk to you. All right, Larry, you said you had some good topics, questions from your loan officers. So why don't we talk about some of those? Okay. So, uh, yeah, Amanda uh, pops right off the sheet. She had a, a couple of questions that she wanted me to uh, to bring up on the show. She said, um, PMI removal means you need 20% equity in your home. And that's exactly right. A lot of people refining today, Sandy, want to get rid of private mortgage insurance. They want to lower their interest rate. They want to improve their their financial situation. So the rules with private mortgage insurance is that you have to have 20% equity in your home, which gosh, most everybody does now, if you've been in your home at least a couple of years, three years, um, just given all the appreciation that's happened. So if you think you have 20% equity, you want to, if you have PMI, you definitely want to give us a call because that's a part of your payment you should not be paying anymore. So um, she also talked about alternative documentation loans and how they sometimes require a larger down payment. Well, that's exactly right. Um, our alternative doc, which means bank statements for self-employed, our P&L program, our asset-based lending program, um, those do require a 10% down payment when people are buying or refinancing. So um, we can do them. It's just a different set of criteria, but it's, it's good for people to know. Uh, she does have a, a suggestion about raising your credit score, and she's absolutely right. Paying off credit card balances are the most efficient way to raise your credit score. So it's, if people could think of it this way. Let's say, you, for example, if you have a credit card with a $10,000 limit, okay? And if you have $8,000 charged on that card, that's considered a high balance, and your FICO score will probably get hit negatively because of that. Think of it as a, a letter grade C, right, if you're grading it ABC. So if you pay it down to 50%, which would be $5,000 against a $10,000 limit, that's a letter grade B. So it improves your FICO score, but there's more room for improvement. If you pay it down to 20% or less, so you'd have $2,000 charged to a card with a $10,000 limit, that's a letter grade A. That's where you want to be, obviously. If you can, you want to get rid of all your consumer debt because, one, it's not deductible. That interest is not deductible, and it's typically high interest, could be 12, 18, 22%. And if you can wipe that out, you don't have to pay that interest. Now, I would encourage you not to close those accounts because that could also negatively affect your credit. Because FICO score looks at several things, it looks at the balances 
taxes on your credit cards, if they're too high. It looks at uh, the amount of credit you have available to you. So if you go out and close all your credit cards, you have no credit available to you. That's a bad thing. You don't, you don't want to do that. If you can, our suggestion is use it, pay it off. Use it, pay it off. Or if you have balances, and maybe it's a little bit, and that's not the worst thing. So, um, yeah, use it and pay it down. And right now, a refi is one of the best ways to, to make that happen. Here's something, uh, Sandy, we talk about on occasion. She said, credit karma is not what your credit score is. You can get your credit report from each of the bureaus directly free once a year by Colorado law. Yes. And if you have any questions about what your score is or what the standing is of your credit, it's a good idea to do that before you think about purchasing or refinancing or call us. We're happy to to do it for you. But um, yes, you can get your credit bureau free from each of the three bureaus once a year. If you want your FICO score with it, you have to pay, I think it's 25 or 30 bucks. But to me, it's well worth that money because FICO scores are a big, big deal in the mortgage world. So um, great questions from uh, one of our great loan officers. Absolutely. And uh, we, we again emphasize hearing from customers every week on this program. And uh, the the whole idea of a credit score is so important because of all the features we yes. mentioned that yes. are important, that's probably at the top of the list. FICO score is, is huge. I mean, it's, you know, there's three things we look at. We look at your FICO score. We look at the equity in your home or in the case of a purchase, how much your down payment is. And we look at your income to debt ratios, right? So those three things. Now, FICO score is at the top. If you have a 740 plus FICO score, you're going to get the best of the best. You have every loan program available to you. As your FICO score drops down, then interest rates may go up a little bit. It used to be back in the day, if you had a, say, a 660 FICO score or 680, that's pretty good. But you don't get the very best. It's super, super sensitive right now. So, And if you've got a credit score of 600, yes, we can still help you with a loan. We can help you with a loan down to a 580 FICO score and sometimes even lower. But the interest rate will not be the best of the best. So it's our job to educate you about that, show you ways how you can possibly improve your FICO score, and obviously pay your bills, pay them on time. That will certainly help. But if there was a hiccup out there at some point for whatever reason, we get it. You know, sometimes bad things happen to good people. So we can help you with that. We could advise you. Don't don't put your head in the sand and think it'll go away because it never does. So give us a call and, and, and pick our brains on how we can help you. As always, great advice this week and terrific questions. Keep the emails coming and uh, uh, loan officers keep uh, passing along the questions you're getting. Uh, we love address them and we can do it uh, uh, in a way that I think is uh, even more informative and educational uh, than we customarily uh, have gotten over, uh, boy, it's still hard for me to say this, four plus years that we've been doing this uh, show together. Not hard because uh, it's uh, been difficult with you, but hard to believe that uh, it's gone by so fast. I know. It does not seem 
uh, like, seem like uh, four years, 50 months it? or yeah. whatever the uh, equivalent number of months uh, would be for four years uh, uh, plus. And uh, uh, we move through the month of May, busy month again at SCL Mortgage. We'll continue to talk about that. And uh, Larry, good to have you back. Thank you, Sandy. It's as good to always, be here. Good to be here in the studio with you, of course, as always. And Larry will be back tomorrow morning with Orlando Franklin between 7.30 and 8 with more on the SCL Mortgage Show right here on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. Thanks for listening to the SEL Mortgage Show with Sandy Clough and mortgage expert Larry Jager. If you missed a portion of the show or want to listen to the program again, listen to podcasts at the SCLMortgageShow.com. Questions or assistance with a loan? Call their main office in Denver at 303-790-2222 or online at MySpecialMortgage.com, NMLS, 120 